You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, take your seats. I said take your seats. Class, sit. Shh. I swear you're all acting like a bunch of animals. <laughs> Pet Life Radio presents Teacher's Pet, where you'll learn how to understand and communicate with your pet and train them to be the best pet they can be. It's time to see the world from your pet's point of view. So give a tail-wagging welcome to your Teacher's Pet host, Sarah Wilson. Hi, this is Sarah Wilson on Teacher's Pet on PetLifeRadio.com. Today we're going to do part one of taking your reactive dog out and about. Many of you who have nice, stable, social, friendly dogs will find this maybe mildly interesting. But for those of us that live with reactive dogs, and those are dogs who are highly sensitive to their environment and react to it, often with barking or fear, this will be a very interesting section, I hope. I am sitting here in a parking lot it is December 22nd, and it is balmy here in New Hampshire. It's even in the 30s, so we just had to take this lovely day and use it. I have Pip in a crate in my van, and I have parked, first of all, as far away from the action as I can get. You need space to work your dog in case they start doing what you expect them to do, which is react. And also, you are less likely to cause a reaction if you start them out in a quiet area. I am going to assume that my little terrier herding dog mix is going to be reactive from the moment I take her out of the crate. I'm not going to wait to see what she's going to do. If past his prologue, I know what she's going to do. She's going to look around and she's going to start to get excited and or stressed. So I'm going to start from the moment I get her out working her. You want to see how I do that? Then come back after our sponsors, and I will show you. See you in a minute. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life. Because they're a member of the family, keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. On demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for.
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet with pet expert and author Sarah Wilson. Pay attention, there may be a quiz later. All right, here we are in this very busy pre-Christmas parking lot, and I'm going to get the dog out and see what we've got. So, let's see. First thing I'm going to do is grab some things so that if I need them, I've got them. And I will be rewarding her like mad for looking up at me. Now, we've been doing this enough, Pip and I, that she will look at something. (laughs) The whining is she heard me open the treat bag. She heard me say her name. She's ready to go. But we've done this enough that when she sees something that excites her or concerns her, she automatically looks up at me. It becomes a self-cueing, and I will reward that because that's what I want her to do, to look away from it. All right. Lots of traffic, lots of activity, perfect. Ooh, and we got a seagull and some pigeons and carts and kids. This ought to be a useful little program for you. That's a good girl. Good, very nice. Good job, there you go. Nicely, all right. Pip, good, very nice. All right, I've confirmed that I have my keys in my pocket. And we're locked up. We have the dog. All right, good. Nicely done. Good girl. Lovely. Good job. So what she did was she stopped and looked at me, and so that got praise. Good girl. I'm immediately going to start playing Catch My Drift, where I back up. Good. Very nice. That was terrific. Good. I do sidesteps. I do turns everything to make sure that we're in connection and that she's not out at the end of the lead on point. Good, very nice. That she's not out at the end of the lead on point looking for things to bark at or be concerned about. Now, what did I just praise there? I praised the fact that she was trotting next to me, looking up at me, having a good time. I allow her to beg in that position. Attention to me, good girl, very good causes treats to appear and when she's anxious she can force treats from me at this point and that's fine with me very nice good dog excellent she's showing no concern so we are walking toward walmart as this case may be very good very good she also thinks that good is a cue to look for treats so that's fine we're going toward the front doors so we can go past some people. Yeah, it's good job. Good job, good. As you can hear, we have a salvation pip. Good, very good. She started to go ahead of me. She's reacting to the bell. Good, very nice. So she looked and then she looked back at me. She's looking again, good. She looked back, she's self-cueing. And because she's concerned about the bell, I'm going to cut a wide berth around it. Good, very nice. Side note, why would I move her away from the bells instead of toward the bells? If she were a different sort of dog who was curious 
And once she got a look at something or got close to something, she identified it and calmed down, I might bring her closer. But she's not that sort of dog. And many dogs aren't. She's the sort of dog who will pull forward in curiosity and then realize too late that she is too close and get overwhelmed and become frightened or react. So with her, I move her away and I work her at a distance where I'm confident she can be comfortable. And as she gets comfortable again and relaxes, then I can bring her closer. And for most pet people with pet dogs, work them farther away, get them back into connection, and then bring them closer. Most dogs have trouble with things for the first few minutes they're exposed to them. First few minutes in class, first few minutes out of the car, first few minutes when the guests come over, and first few minutes when exposed to something new. So if you can get them calm, often they then can deal with it much better. So for her, I'm moving her away. Let's see how it goes. Space is your friend with anxious or reactive dogs. Good girl. I just called her back. She went into a sit. Good. Because she's anxious about the bell, she's now anxious about other things. She's giving a hard look at people with bags and hats. Good. Very good. Good girl. Her lead is slack. I am not yanking on her at all. I'm using the collar to cue the behavior I want. Good girl. Very nice. And because we've done leash work, she responds to very light pressure on the lead. Good, very good. Good girl, nicely. She's looking at the guy with the bell, ears back, a little concerned. Good, very nice. But no barking and no panicking, so we'll take it. We'll take it. Good. Now for the first time, she's pulling on the lead a little bit, so we're going to stop and do good dog. I'll catch my drift and ask for her to come back to me. And that's typical. When your dog gets anxious about something, that anxiety doesn't drop right away. It takes them a few minutes. So go right into the exercises that you know to help calm them down. I did some left circles to remind her to stay back. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Uh, that's New Hampshire in December. It's 30, so he's out in a Santa hat and shorts. Because why not? All right, now I've lost my dog. Instead of trotting along, looking relaxed, her ears are now back. Her tail is at half-mast. She's a little bit anxious. We're still doing left turns. I'm actually now walking toward Pet Supplies Plus. Very good. Hi, how are you? Hi. <laughs> Feels so good. Happy dog people. <laughs> Take care. Good girl, Pip. Good. Sit. That made her happy. She just greeted some nice people and came up. No jumping. No problems. Okay, went through the automatic door. No problem there. We're now going through the rawhide section, and Pip is a little bit ahead of me, so I need to ask her to come back. I backed up. Good. I'm going to check and see where her head is. Pip, down. Alright, it's not where I need it to be. She's part way down, but she is not all the way down. So I'm going to guide her. She didn't... Good. Very good. She's not going to get any treats from me until she does it on her own. Good girl. Pip, down. Good. That was great. So she's getting a little bit... Good. She got a little treat there. She did it on her own. Good job. Good. I'm doing some turns on the aisle and using 
the displays of dog food and milk bones and such to walk around, do my lefts around, wait. Good girl, very nice. Good. Let's go. Let me check in on my dog again. Pip, down. Very nice, good. All right, so she's back in the game, but distracted. Gonna go nice and slow and let her sniff around. After all, good girl. Anytime she happens to look up at me, she's gonna get praised. Good girl. But if she wants to sniff and check things out, that's fine. Side note, why would I allow her to sniff around? Because the first thing I did was check with her and see if she was still in connection and still listening. I got her into listening mode. And now if she wants to sniff around, that's fine with me. Most dogs are curious and she's in a new environment. If she wants to look around, what's wrong with that? Nothing. What she can't do is haul me around disregard me entirely in any way make this difficult. She's going to sniff on a loose lead, checking out the toys, checking out the shelving, doing whatever she's doing. Fine, no problem. I want her to explore. Often dogs feel much more confident and comfortable after they've had a chance to explore a little bit. But first get connection, then let her explore. If when we came in here, she was disconnected, not responsive, and I simply started to allow her to drag me around and look at things. Then she's likely to get herself into trouble or to build stress and start to bark or get upset. As it is, she's going to sniff, and if she has any concerns, she's going to immediately look back at me. Perfect. That's exactly what I want. All right, let's go see what happens. She's doing her own Christmas shopping. <laughs> Can look at the fish. Lots of interesting sounds and smells. Ooh, somebody's got a pug here. We'll see if we can visit. Pip, wait. Sit. Good. Can I say hi to your pug? We've we've got another. Okay. <laughs> what a handsome boy. He says, "Oh, I'm past all this. Honestly, other dogs." Yeah. He just don't see all this toys and food. Yeah. He goes, "Hello." Good. What a nice boy. They're such a lovely breed. The pugs are. Such a... Oh, yeah? What's up with him? <laughs> oh, yeah? It was my daughter's dog. Oh, and, uh, you and Grammy her... gets him. Grammy gets him. Well, that wasn't... Then good for Grammy. Not really. Not really? I have her having... Then I can go where I want to go. That's true. I see you're buying a present for him nonetheless. Oh, yeah, I'll buy a present for him. Do you like toys, too? He says, oh, my goodness, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you come to shop? He goes, oh, yes, it's Christmas. Yeah. Can't miss it. She'd rather have your hat, apparently. Um, don't know, a little terrier something mix. Perfect. Yeah, very much. She says, I'm well mixed. Good girl. You make no, no. kitties. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Good girl. Very nice. Good girl. Very good. That was excellent. Good girl. All right. That was what I'd call a very successful visit. Met with lots of people. Good. Now, what I didn't let her do when she met the pug is swarm all over him or upset him, that's what will cause most other dogs you're greeting to react, is if you let your dog jump all over them or hassle them in some way.
Good girl. Very nice. So going past the bells this time, she is trotting, very relaxed and happy, and looking right up at me. It's really helpful if you can get these behaviors in place so that you can communicate effectively with your dog. Reactive dogs really need help. They can't help it that they react. They don't know what else to do. So you need to give them other things to do, and you need to set them up for success, and you need to check in with them to make sure that things aren't overwhelming them. Well, it's about time to take a break, and then we're starting an ongoing training exercise, and I hope you like it. I'm not sure if Pip and I can even do this, so it should be fun. Stay tuned. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet with pet expert and author Sarah Wilson. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Okay. Back at the car. Ooh. Even though it's warm for December, it's cold to have a iPod in your hand for 15 minutes out in 30 degrees without a glove on. So I can't work this thing with a glove on. So what did I do to help make this a success for her? Well, the very first thing I did, I did long before I drove into this parking lot. And that is, I gave her foundation behaviors so that I could communicate with her when I needed to. And what's a foundation behavior? Well, for me, that is... Any pressure on the lead, look back at me. When you see a distraction, 
look back at me. When in doubt, look back at me. And to understand what guiding pressures mean for sitting down so that I could help her when she gets stuck. I'm not going to correct an anxious dog harshly. I'm not going to correct most any dog harshly. But correcting an anxious dog harshly in an anxious situation doesn't really calm them down. Think of it this way. I'm going to yell at you until you feel better. (laughs) Okay? Not really very effective. But if I was going to say, listen, I'm going to hang in there with you and we're going to do this together until you feel better. Now that's helpful, right? So you're there as their coach and support and as their guide. That, to me, is a true leader. So before we ever got here, we got foundation behaviors in place. Then I parked a good distance away from all the stores so that when she hopped out of the car, I could, one, assess very quickly where her head was at, two, practice behaviors to create success, and then three, as I approached busier areas, I could see if and when she was getting anxious. If she had started to get anxious, disconnect, bounce, bark, otherwise carry on in that situation, I would have stayed at that distance or backed up a little bit and worked there because that would have already told me, Sarah, I'm stuck, I'm overwhelmed. And once your dog is overwhelmed, there's no point in taking them farther if you can avoid it. Sometimes you have to, like at the vet. But here there's no reason. If my dog had started to fall apart when she was 50 feet away from the sidewalk, I would have worked 50 feet away from the sidewalk or 60 feet away from the sidewalk. The point of the trip is not to check off what you had in mind. The point of the trip with a reactive dog is to create success. So we popped her out of the car at a distance and I immediately started to play catch my drift. I did some callbacks. I did some left circles as a way of asking her, how do you feel? How do you feel today? Are you with me? Are we doing this together? Or are you already lost? And she said, we're doing it together. Great. So we got closer and closer. What threw her off? the Salvation Army bells. That made her nervous. I could see she was nervous because all of a sudden, instead of being connected to me, she started to disconnect, to want to move forward, to want to go toward them to see what they were, but her ears were back and her tail was lowered. So I knew she wasn't feeling confident. In that case, I gave her more room and we practiced at the edge and I rewarded her heavily anytime she looked at me. Once we were past it, I could tell that it already lost her a little bit, right? She wasn't paying as much attention as she had been before. So again, I did catch my drift. I did left circles. I did whatever I could do to get her back. And she said, yeah, 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 uh, sorry, all better now. Just a little nervous about the bells. Fine. So we went into the pet supply store. We greeted some people. We did a few things. I checked with her. How you doing? And she reported, a little distracted. I can't quite respond to the basics. So I guided her, I insisted, and I also got a little bit casual so that she could sniff and explore, but she was never allowed to drag me, to yank on me, or to be at all disrespectful of that leash. That is never okay. Once we worked around, we greeted a few people. I asked if I could greet somebody's pug. We had a nice time. She went up to a few people. She really enjoyed that, and that's perfect. And then we left, and on the way out, no problems. Even past the bell, she was now accepting of them and not showing any concern. So that gives you one way of approaching getting a reactive dog out and about. You go as far as they can and not farther. You work hard to create success for them and with them, not to wait for them to react and then try to fix it after that, because that's a losing battle. 
and we ha and you have fun. And when you do that, your dog will enjoy going out more and more. They'll look forward to it instead of coming out of the car and going, "Oh my goodness, I don't know where I am." And my owner is always so upset in these places. They yank on me and they get harsh with me and they tell me knock it off and they tell me to sit and they don't sound happy. And that your tension tells the dog that she has every reason to be reactive and concerned because this is a dangerous place. But not this time. Pip and I had a great time. I hope you guys had a great time. And now you're going to start the training project that Pip and I are doing together and with you over the next couple of months. Stay tuned for that. Now before we sign off, we're going to start a little project here on Teacher's Pet. It's a training project, and I don't know whether it's going to take a month, four months, no idea. And here's the project. I said in some context to a training friend of mine, Melissa Fisher, who runs Puppy Homeschool. You can find her at puppyhomeschool.com. I made some comment about some trick where people would, I think I was putting it in terms of impossible tricks or challenging tricks, say, retrieve a piece of string cheese. I didn't know she took it seriously, and she actually went home and trained it. It took her about six months for her first dog. It took her less for her second. But she trained them to retrieve a naked piece of string cheese. More aptly, actually, trained both of her Aussies to give her it from the floor. And I've never done that. And I've certainly never done it with Pip. One of my challenges with Pip is she is, shall we say, food motivated? She is very, very, very food focused, which is wonderful in training because it makes her very easy to motivate. But in this situation, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. Let me give you a little sound effect version of what we're dealing with here. Okay. All right, you get the idea? She's really into her food. So in order to do this trick, the first thing I needed to figure out is how can I get her to want to give me the string cheese without eating it. The key here is without eating it. The minute she eats this piece of string cheese, it's going to be over. She's going to know that that's an option. I don't want her to know it's an option, so what do I do? I'm going to use a piece of wood that is the same shape and size as string cheese, and I'm going to teach her to give that to me. She already knows how to pick things up and give them to me, so I'm going to start with a piece of wood. As soon as she's really flinging that at me, and I'm going to reward her with really good things, like hunks of roast beef. All right. Once she's flinging that at me, I'm going to start rubbing cheese into the wood and teaching her to give that to me. I want the cheese, the smell of cheese, to cue give behavior. During this time, I'm going to need not to use cheese as a food reward during our training. And I promise you, I will tell you everything that goes on. My plan this week is simply to put the piece of wood on the floor, have her give it to me, and reward her with really, really good stuff. So that's what I'm going to be doing. If it goes well and she really starts chucking stuff at me, then I will rub a little bit of cheese into the wood. Not enough that she can lick it out, but really rub it in good and proper. Keep her really close and then reward her really well. That's what I'm going to do. And I'll report back. I don't know whether this is possible or not. I may be setting myself up for public humiliation, but I don't think so. I think that if I keep at this and I really inspire her to chuck things that smell like cheese at me, that I can get this. That's what I'm working on. So let's see if I can get her to give me this piece of wood. Okay, here we are down in the basement. 
I have a small plate of roast beef next to me, little cut up bits of roast beef, and Pip is unbelievable. I'm laughing because she's bouncing around as I'm moving the roast beef. Uh, unbelievably focused on the roast beef. She's now sitting staring at me, waiting to see how possibly she can earn this. I have a little dowel in my hand about the size of a piece of naked string cheese. And let's see how we're going to do. All right. Give. Good girl. Very good. Nicely. Give. Good. Very good. That was excellent. Very good. Give. Good. Up. Oh, she dropped it and it bounced behind her. Good. Good girl. And I went quiet there because what she did was pick it up but then drop the, the dowel. I wanted to give it to my hand. Give. Good girl. Give. She's trying, but she's getting excited, and so she's dropping it all over the place, and I just stay quiet until she gets it right. Give. Good. Very good. That was perfect. Excellent. That was really nice. Give. Good. Give. Good girl. Good. Really nicely done. Good job. Side note. Pay attention to how I praise Pip in different situations. Here, she's already excited by the roast beef and a little outside of herself, so I'm being very calm and even. She doesn't need me to excite her. She's already excited. At other times, if she's a little anxious, I may be much more excited sounding, because there I want to act the way I want her to act. And if I want her to be more energetic and happy, then I sound more energetic and happy. And if I want her to slow down and calm down, then I slow down and calm down. You model what you want your dog to be, and your dog will follow you there. Food for thought. Now let's get back to give good dog. <laughs> or in this case, give good dog. Give I'm going to have to work hard, good girl, on my hold, or else I'm going to lose that entirely. Give, but that's minor matter. can always fix it later. Good girl. Give. Good. Beautiful. And I'm going to let her take the last couple of pieces and lick the little saucer clean. And that's all I'm going to do. It only is a minute or two. Not a big deal. She's going to get this really quickly, so between now and next session, I am going to rub some cheese into the wood and start that part of it, but that's all I'm going to do. I'll do a few one or two minute sessions with that, and I'll tell you where we are and what the next step is, and then we'll move forward and see if Pip and I can do this or not. <laughs> Last side note of the day. I'm blogging now. You can go to PetLifeRadio.com, Teacher's Pet, and see my blog. Also, I just ordered a very cool small video camera and tripod so that I can show you guys some of what I'm doing. And when that's all set up, I will let you know. But my hope is to have that up and going in the next month or so. You will find out then that I do edit out some of the pauses in training. Because otherwise on the radio that's a real drag. But in videotape you'll understand. You'll be able to see what's going on. And also, I want to be able to prove this cheese thing when we pull it off. Now, I'll be able to show you and tell you what's going on. And lastly, you can see me in action, most often with Pip on Comcast On Demand. If you have Comcast cable, 
go to their on-demand menu, go to Life and Home, scroll down to Pets, and click Children or Safety, and even a couple in Cats, and you'll see me doing my thing. My husband Brian and I are so excited about this. It's free information that people can take whenever they need it, and we are thrilled to be able to offer it. So please try to take a look and enjoy. Until next week, remember, any dog can be a teacher's pet. Have a wonderful new year, and I'll talk to you guys in 2008. School's in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet with pet expert and author Sarah Wilson. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.